thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. Welcome to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. Real news, real health, real quick. Hi, I'm Brett Hill. And this week in wellness, research out of Florida State University College of Medicine has linked popular artificial sweetener, aspartame, to anxiety in mice. In fact, not only did it produce anxiety in mice that consumed it, it also extended to their offspring for two future generations. What this study is showing is that we need to look back at the environmental factors because what we see today is not only what's happening today, but what happened two generations ago and maybe even longer, said co-author Pradeek Bayad. Aspartame, approved by the US FDA in 1981, is now found in nearly 5,000 diet foods and is consumed at a rate of almost 5,000 metric tons a year. In the body, aspartame converts to aspartic acid, phenylalanine, and methanol, all of which have potential effects on the central nervous system. The mice in this study consume the equivalent of six to eight cans of diet soda a day for humans for just 12 weeks. Lead author of the study, Sarah Jones, said, It was such a robust, anxiety-like trait that I don't think any of us were expecting we would see. It was completely unexpected. Usually, you see subtle changes. As always, the links are in the show notes. And my opinion is that I think it's high time these artificial sweeteners were seriously looked at in terms of what, what we recommend. You know, I think the recommendations we have around reducing sugar and often around allowing what is not an insignificant amount of these artificial sweeteners into what we would call a quote-unquote healthy diet, I think is potentially problematic. You know, I think we should be recommending that people don't consume any of these artificial sweeteners until more research is done. I think there's enough evidence out there to show that the potential effects on the brain, the potential effects on the nervous system here, the potential effects on anxiety, and and not only for you, but for future generations as well. I think there's enough evidence there for us to say, you know what, maybe we should put a pause on this one. Maybe we should stop people from consuming these, especially given that there is also research out there suggesting that they don't even do what they're intended to do. In other words, they're not actually helping people lose weight. Because when you trick your body into thinking it's getting sugar and then it doesn't get sugar, guess what? You're tricking your body into craving more sugar. It gets all ready to prepare and to process that sugar. And then when none comes, It just craves more and more. So, you know, I think given the dangers that we're seeing, given the lack of efficacy that we're seeing in studies in terms of weight loss, I really think we should be avoiding these artificial sweeteners at all costs, at the very least until more research is done. I think the other really interesting thing about this is the epigenetic effect of our lifestyles on our health, not only our health, but on the health of future generations. You know, I think this is something that we need to talk about more. I think it's poorly understood. And I think it could be a really great motivator for people in order to change their habits, in order to change their health and change their lifestyle. You know, how often do we see parents who are stricter on what they allow their kids to consume than what they allow themselves to consume? They they care more about the health of their kid's body than they do about their own body. Well, perhaps if those people understood that, that what they eat, what they do, what their lifestyle, you know, movement, mindset, exercise, all of these things can have epigenetic effects that can affect the future generations. You know, maybe if we did a better job of explaining that, it might actually help people make better decisions for themselves, but also for their future generations. And so my thinking around this is that we should be eating real sugars and carbohydrates in moderation. You know, I think in our standard Australian, standard American diet, we do consume too much sugar. And so we need to find a balance there. 
However, I don't think replacing those sugars with artificial sweeteners is the answer. I think consuming more satiating fats and proteins in our diet to help balance out those sugars and moderate those sugars is really the way to go in terms of getting long-term results for your health, in terms of actually getting the weight loss that you're looking for, and also now in terms of making sure we're maintaining the health of future generations. So I think, you know, Consuming your carbs, fruits and vegetables, honey, moderating the sugar, particularly the processed sugar that you're consuming is a really wise way to go about it as opposed to using these artificial sweeteners. You've been listening to This Week in Wellness with Brett Hill. To continue the conversation, find us on Facebook and Instagram at This Week in Wellness. If you like this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes. And for more information about this and other projects from me, head to dogsbretthill.com. This has been a production of thewellnesscouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on facebook.com forward slash thewellnesscouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst The Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of The Wellness Couch podcasts.